Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center located in North Huntingdon. Dr. Susan Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To talk to Dr. Plank with your health questions, call 412-825-6262. That's 412-825-6262. And now, Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Hey, hey, hey. Hello there, everyone. Happy Wednesday to you. It is such a pleasure to be with you. Great day. I hope you're able at some point to get out, go for a little stroll, grab the hand of the person you love, get out there and get moving, get the blood pumping, even if it's around your back patio set or around the outside of your yard. Please get to do something outside. My name is Dr. Susan Plank. I am the owner of the Norwin Wellness Center, and again, I just uh, I just love being here on Wednesdays. You know, there's something about hump day and just getting things that, you know, getting a little education about our health and getting to keep moving forward for the week. I do want... I do want to talk to you guys about, we've been discussing menopause, and, you know, menopause is terrible for the woman to go through, can be, and we can't discount that husbands, partners are sort of feel along for the ride sometimes, and they don't necessarily feel like they're part of a conversation or know what's going on, but in essence, the woman doesn't necessarily know what's going on. When these hormones start to change and fluctuate, uh, you know, boy, it, it, it just it affects every aspect of a woman's health and well-being, every aspect of it. So we're going to do a little bit of a pivot because, again, I said, hey, all these topics have been in celebration uh, of the women in your life uh, and, you know, Mother's Day, don't forget, Mother's Day is coming up. Kids, don't forget your mothers. Do something, please, do something. Cook a meal. She'd love it. So we're going to pivot a little bit and we're going now for conditions more of younger women. And so today I want to talk to you about unraveling the mysteries of PCOS, understanding the symptoms, the causes, the treatment options. And PCOS stands for polycystic ovary syndrome. So what I want you to realize and sort of connect these conversations is a woman that has problems with her menstrual cycle earlier in life is not out of the woods just because she stops having a menstrual cycle. And I think that's why, you'll you'll hear me say, it's why I think there's a disconnect between women and their hormones and hormone health throughout life and men and their hormone health throughout life, okay? Men look at it as like I'm missing something, right? I, I'm missing uh, part of my, my uh, life that I value. I can't perform as well. Uh, I'm not as strong. I don't have the muscle, stamina, strength, 
I can't do the things I used to be able to do. I'm not the guy. I'm not the man I used to be. Well, you know, now we have women that for a lot of women, that menstrual cycle, the symptoms that have gone along with that through their earlier life, all those reproductive years, has just by the time they go through menopause, they could care less. To them, it's just like it's a joy to be done with. It's I don't want to think about it. I have nothing more to worry about. Uh, and that's why, honestly, there is a huge disconnect. Guys just see it that with balanced hormones, they feel better. And, yes, for them, it's a little bit more simple because we're mostly primarily concerned about testosterone, or at least the general knowledge is that the only thing to be concerned about is testosterone. For women, it's this balancing of everything and so many symptoms and, and uh, you know, can lead to sort of all kinds of things. It's not just physical, but it's emotional and mental as well. And a big, big part of what I'm trying to convey each week and really talking in depth about these topics is more or less to educate women on your own body and to let you know that you're going to feel so much better if we take the time and we get your hormones balanced. If we do the test, we find out what your levels are, and we get things balanced for you the earlier in life you're having problems, the better, because otherwise it just, it just keeps sort of getting pushed. And then by the time a woman goes through menopause, she doesn't want to think anything more about anything that has to do with hormones. It's like there's just a complete disconnect that she just feels, you know, hormones have, uh, no longer exist in her body which couldn't be further from the truth. They're still produced every day. And unfortunately, educationally through the medical system, it's not being backed up. It's not being nurtured or cultivated or women aren't being informed. So it's really an impetus that I have in in discussing these issues. But I want to let you know, PCOS, so again, polycystic ovary syndrome, it affects about 10% of women of the reproductive age. It could be your wife. It could be your sister. It can be your mother. It can be your daughters, your granddaughters. That makes it one of the most common endocrine disorders among women. And yet again, it's like it's a big mystery. So despite its prevalence, PCOS is often it's misunderstood, it's misdiagnosed or not diagnosed at all, and it's leading to unnecessary suffering and a significant impact on a woman's life. So today's show, I aim to raise the awareness about PCOS. Also, to let you know, um, my this month's webinar, two weeks from today, 
It's PCOS and insulin resistance, two big topics, but they actually go together. And if you're interested, you can, that's a free webinar. Uh, you can register for that at norwinwellness.com, and that'll be May 24th at 6 p.m. So whether you're living with PCOS, maybe you had it earlier in life, maybe you just want to sort of think, well, I sort of heard about it, or my daughter's diagnosed with it, or I need to know more about it. I really hope that you gain something out of this conversation today and also in two weeks. So what are the causes? What causes PCOS? So while the exact cause, so in science, we're always looking for one thing. What's the one thing that causes X causes Y, right? If you get X, you're going to get Y. In my years of doing this type of work and helping people with their health and helping people lose weight, it's rare that you find one X equals Y. It's rare if you find you have this one thing and therefore this is going to happen to you, these things. Okay? So we have to have a broader approach of how we look at these conditions, especially when they're hormonal or endocrine related. So women with PCOS often have higher levels of androgens, which are actually male hormones. Okay? So, well, how the heck does that happen, right? We're going to get there. We're going to get there. But that interferes then with the normal functioning of the ovaries and can lead to the formation of cysts on the ovaries. And these cysts throughout a woman's cycle can be extremely painful. Okay? Insulin resistance, another factor that can contribute to PCOS. And that's why I'm putting those two together in the webinar. So insulin is a hormone that regulates your blood sugar. But when the body becomes resistant to insulin, it's a hormone released by the pancreas. So if your body becomes resistant, all your cells, all your cells become resistant to it, the pancreas starts working overtime. It's trying to produce more and more insulin to compensate, more and more insulin to get energy into your cells, more and more insulin. The pancreas is working harder and harder. So trust me, folks, I lost my mom. My mom had pancreatic cancer. She did not die from the pancreatic cancer. She died from the damage, the treatment the chemo did to her liver. But since that time when we lost her, it's been a decade now, a little over a decade, I just think of all the research that I try to do on these conditions now of insulin and hormones and eating habits and how there's 
not just one thing. They're all intertwined. And we're hearing more and more of these sort of, especially pancreatic cancer. And there's multiple reasons for that. But, but trust me, we need to start paying attention to the food we're eating, what it's doing to our body, and the hormones involved in turning that food or attempting to turn your food into energy. Okay? So other factors that can increase the risk of PCOS, obesity, carrying around too much weight. So we have three quarters. Three quarters of our population is overweight. 25 to about 33, 35% are obese of our entire country, of our whole population. We've got a problem. And if you're one that's sort of a government hawk, or you're wondering about how Medicare is going to be around, can you get your share of Medicare? At the rate we're going, folks, it can't possibly cover our needs when we're looking at an entire country, and this includes children that are already overweight. So I want you to stop and think about that. We need to, at some point, start to have personal responsibility. And as much as I wish I could tell you, hey, yeah, your doc is brilliant, your doc's got it covered, you have the best insurance, it's going to cover everything you ever need whenever you need it, that's just not true. So if you have health issues going on, if you have a woman in your life that has some of these problems, hormonal problems, let's do something about it now. If you yourself have some other, if, you, if you're overweight, if your blood sugar is going too high, just completely aside from today's topic, do something about it now. Unfortunately, it is up to you. If we had a medical system that solved these problems, we wouldn't have three-quarters of our country being overweight and out of shape. So I really want to start to challenge you to take a look at the symptoms, and this really relates to hormones and hormonal symptoms. You need to look at the symptoms you're having right now. That's one set of symptoms. What have you been living with What have you decided, no doctor can help me, I don't want to be on medication, I don't want to do anything about this, and you're living with it right now? Is it fatigue? Is it your weight? Is it your blood sugar? Is it a menstrual cycle? Is it you're wondering about your testosterone level? But what are the symptoms you're living with right now? And now I want you to think, If you're doing nothing about that now, 
how do you think you're going to feel? What do you think your future is going to look like? How active do you think you're going to be in 7, 10, 20 years? I need you to start to take stock of where you are now and what you're dealing with and to let you know if you do nothing now, it will be worse in the future. And this could not be more true for any condition, but especially women with PCOS. For Pete's sake, the weight, it can lead to infertility. We don't want to ignore something when a woman is younger, only to find out 20 years later, oh, sorry, you wanted to have a family, well... I guess we should have worried about it 20 years ago. You wanted to be active. You're looking forward to your retirement. You wanted to travel. You wanted to go play golf. You want to do this great things. Well, sorry. Maybe you should have started losing the weight 15 years before you retired. Because now your knees have been shot. You can't, you can't see the golf ball over your belly. Things to think about. Things to think about. So the symptoms of PCOS, they're, they're really wide-ranging, right? Because, like I said, it, hormones for women affect her whole body. They do for men, too, but it is physical. It's emotional. Irregular periods, acne, excessive hair growth. What every woman wants, right? Hey, that's what I want for Mother's Day. I want excessive hair growth, please. <laughs> you know, moms don't say that. Weight gain, especially in the belly area. So, guys, we've been talking about menopause and menopausal symptoms, and as estrogen decreases, right, we get bellies. Women get bellies when they go through menopause. They don't have to get a belly, but they get a belly if their hormones are out of balance. Well, Guess what? Now we're looking at PCOS. It's a condition of women earlier in life. These hormones are being produced, but they tend to have more androgens. They might have more testosterone. So the body perceives it, not that, there's, not that the estrogen is decreasing, but there's more testosterone. So what's going to happen? It becomes common sense. You have to connect the dots so the woman gets a belly. So these symptoms have a significant impact on a woman's quality of life. It affects her physically, like I said, mentally, socially. Irregular periods, for example, can make it difficult to even plan for a pregnancy. These women can, they can have terrible cycles, and, and then all of a sudden they might not have a cycle. They might miss a month or more. Planning for pregnancy is really, really tough. Think about excessive hair growth and acne for a woman. Right? For some women, it might be a couple, you know, sort of random hairs that pop up. Other women might have a, a full-on mustache forming, sideburns. You think that's not embarrassing and lower a woman's self-esteem? Weight gain and the insulin resistance we talked about, increasing the risk of other health problems. It increases a woman's risk for becoming diabetic. Blood pressure heart disease. So if you have a woman that 
maybe her parents or grandparents were diabetic or higher risk of heart disease and diabetic, and now we have a younger woman with PCOS. Her risk now for diabetes and heart disease and these other things, it, it just starts to skyrocket. So again, the earlier we find out, the more naturally we can do things, the more preventative care is. We can start to look at these things before we're trying to wind back time. So don't get me wrong, not all women with PCOS are going to have the exact same symptoms. Some it'll be mild, some it'll be horrendous, some might not have any symptoms at all. But if they do, boy, it's challenging. It's hard to manage. It's hard to live with. It takes a long time to get diagnosed. So their mental health starts to really become affected. There's anxiety and depression and other, other things can pop up. Stress-related things, sleep is disturbed. And you guys know, the more somebody's under stress, the more their self-esteem takes a hit, the more they don't feel good about themselves. Well, guess what? It just adds to how poor they physically feel. And what is happening, unfortunately, what is happening, because women tend not to get their hormone levels checked. Their own choice, usually they're willing when they're younger, when these problems have, it's, it's more menopausal women that don't want to, like, I just want to be done. Younger women know something's wrong, and they're willing to look into it. But it's the docs that don't actually check hormone levels. And so, therefore, that drags out the entire process of even getting a diagnosis. Because before you even get a diagnosis, a lot of times, here's the script. For birth control pills. And so I wonder sometimes now if the scripts for birth control pills are they actually are they actually to keep a woman from getting pregnant or are they actually used more so now because women are having more and more issues with their cycle and it's the easiest thing to do. Write a script. So we're seeing all this sort of shift Right? We're seeing all this sort of shift. The reasons are shifting. Let's just write a script. Just take the pill is pretty much the mentality. It'll all just go away. That's the women's mentality at menopause. It just has gone away. Why do I want to think about it? And so what happens is, yes, through the symptoms, the horrendous cycles, monthly cycles, and, you know, does, does that all, yeah, yeah, it's, it's being forced, a, a birth control pill is like a sledgehammer, it's just being forced to change the woman's cycle. They're so powerful, they're changing the woman's cycle. But there's not too many people telling you that, especially like the progesterone birth control pills, our body doesn't handle well. They're actually toxic to our hormone receptors. And you can end up with other symptoms. Or it's almost becomes impossible to ever not take them. 
Because when you stop taking them, not only do you have the original symptoms because they didn't fix anything, but now you have the toxic symptoms from the pill and how it's broken down in your body. So now you have more symptoms. It makes it impossible virtually for a woman to actually stop taking these things. And as we heard in our brilliance and short-sightedness in this country, if you listen from the top of the hour, we're now just not even going to have to have a script. We're just going to put them out there. Let's just package them like candy, too. Let's make them next thing. Here we go. Mark my word on this day, right? They're going to start to make them chewies, guys. Gummies. Mark my word. Some company very soon will have birth control gummies. No lie. No lie. When they just start saying, hey, yeah, anybody, come get them. Just show up and get them. So we have to, we have to, we have to, we have to identify these things. We have to start making the connection of the symptoms. And this is one of the more serious conditions for a woman because, like I said, it can, it can happen earlier in life. It's very much connected to inflammation. It's very much connected to uh, toxins and, and what has been taken into her body. So what is her food habits like, right? It's very much related to if there's a hormone imbalance or, like I just said, uh, conditions with the hormone receptors, Again, toxin-related and inflammation-related. The earlier in life this happens to a girl, to a young woman, college age, to a little bit older, the earlier it happens, the longer, the more problems she's going to have in her reproductive life and further on. And so especially when we start to look at PCOS and then insulin resistance and we look at these two together, now don't get me wrong, guys absolutely can have insulin resistance. They're not, they're not just like twins that they eat. But for women with PCOS, they tend to go together. The PCOS and insulin resistance tend to go together. So you have to, if you want to do a natural approach, you have to look at those things. What's causing the inflammation? Because there's inflammation. What's disrupting the hormones? Is there a reason one hormone is being produced more than another hormone? What's going on with the receptors? Are the receptors clean? What's the diet like? Are they active at all? We have to have a fuller picture. But the more we do earlier with any symptom, the more we put in these natural approaches earlier when the symptoms just start, the much better chance we have of interrupting the progression of symptoms and the health conditions associated with it. All right, guys, thank you very much. This is Dr. Susan Plank. I appreciate you listening. Norwin Wellness, I will be having a webinar two weeks from today. That's May 24th, 6 p.m. Eastern on PCOS and insulin resistance. Please go to norwinwellness.com free sign up. Love to have you be there and take part in it. God bless you all. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, hosted by Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. 
Dr. Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center, call 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420. And listen again for another edition of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntington, here on KHB Radio.